Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to a new feature that we have here called the Five Minute Comic Book Review, where we review kind of modern comics and the books that are coming out kind of today. I know you might be used to the Marvel hacks where we go through long form for comics from the past, but this is a way for us to kind of read some of the new books, give a quick review and see if it's worthy of the money for you to go out and go and spend it. All right. So the first up in this review is going to be the Invincible Iron Man number one from 2022. This book just came out very, very recently. Um, just a little background on Iron Man, at least for me, um, one of my favorite characters. Um, and when I was reading the book a few years ago, they had pretty much turned Tony Stark into Robert Downey Jr. Um, in terms of his physical look as well as the tone of the book it was much more jokey than it probably had been in the past and that's fine i guess as you're trying to match up the personality from the movie character into the comic book for people to latch on to but for longtime comic book readers it kind of was a little bit off-putting at least it was for me so now this book is being relaunched as the invincible iron man uh it's got our writer extraordinary jerry dugan who's doing a lot of stuff for marvel right now the artist is i'm gonna go to my notes here juan figueroa something like that uh, i apologize for getting that wrong the subtitle of the actual issue is the autobiography of tony stark and so when you get a relaunch of a book um of an established character a lot of times they do spend a lot of time uh, kind of reintroducing the character so people can latch on. But I think, and Dugan does this in a, in a very good way, is that they don't do that. Like, he's going to give you this as you want to follow along if you're watching on YouTube. You're going to see that they're going to give this little bit of an introduction to Tony Stark, but it's not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. And I guess the idea behind this is that if you're actually reading this book, you are familiar with who Tony Stark is, how he gained his powers, and you don't need to spend a whole lot of time with that and i think that's a very good idea so you can get right into the story and so basically now if you haven't picked up the book before you're kind of wondering well what's going on with tony stark you know and we got to kind of figure that out and even for a reader like me i have no idea what's going on with tony stark because i haven't read the book in quite a few years and so what we're trying to do is figure that out what's going on with tony stark and things don't seem to be going well. And I don't know if that's from the previous issues or the previous writers, but Tony is in a financial uh, crunch and crisis. He doesn't own Stark Tower anymore. He doesn't own like that, you know, house that got blown up in Iron Man 3. Things, and he keeps alluding to the fact that his financial situation is a little bit troubled. And again, not quite sure if that's a modern thing or something that's being introduced at this particular time. And so Tony is kind of going through the book and you kind of see like where he lost his money. And the book talks about how he's buying up weapons of mass destruction to keep them out of the hands of other people. Of course, the only person that knows about this is Rhodey and Rhodey knows where the weapons are. And he's the only person that knows that Tony's been doing that. So as the book goes on, we get into um, this explosion that happens at the place that Tony's staying at. You know, he's not staying in a fancy place. He's staying in this kind of like a rundown apartment building in New York. He's working on something and the building explodes. And the the rub for the comic book is like, oh, was this an accident that Tony caused? And Tony, and while he's in the hospital, is going to say this was some sort of, it wasn't an accident. This was an actual setup. And we do get the special guest appearances by Rhodey, Captain America, and Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. Again, that Disney 
MCU Synergy coming on very, very strong as Riri is going to have her own show here coming up very soon. And Tony's like, look, that wasn't an accident. Riri and Rhodey are like, look, man, we looked around. We didn't find anything that would uh, to say that it wasn't an accident. You know, maybe it was something that you were doing with those arc reactors while you were working. That pisses Tony off. He's going to leave and he's going to do, you know, his own investigation on how that's going to happen. But before that, one of the ladies that in the building that died, he pays for her funeral. All the people are looking at him like, hey, we're going to sue you. And he goes and sees his lawyer. And, you know, if you're looking on the PowerPoint there, you can tell who those green hands belong to. Again, Disney Synergy, super, super strong. Uh, he's going to pay all of those people off. He doesn't care how much money it's going to cost. Just pay them. And then he goes into his other hiding place to work on his armors to kind of figure what's going on. And, of course, we're going to get attacked by an Iron Man-like figure. You know, one of the issues with Tony Stark and the Iron Man comic book is that he constantly is fighting people that are also having some version of the armor. And this book doesn't deviate from that one bit. But this person is potentially tied to the accident. He doesn't really know. And that is really the mystery of about this. Tony defeats this character. And then as he's feeling a little bit down, he winds up going to an AA meeting to, you know, kind of discuss his feelings and how he's doing. Again, Demon in a Bottle, one of the classic uh, Iron Man Tony Stark stories about his noted drinking problem. And it becomes a little bit of a mystery here. And I'm not 100 percent sure as the book ends, you know, Tony's going to have uh, a bit where he gets caught like in the streets throwing up by some kids and it's going to get posted obviously to youtube the book ends with him like kind of all laid out in some garbage but there's a point in the book there if you miss it as he's like i'm not even sure how i got into this bathroom when he leaves the aa meeting he appears that he walks past a pub but then he comes out of that pub not sure if he went in there drinking not sure if they're leaning into the demon in the bottle story i wouldn't be a real big fan of that if they are and that's how our book ends. So a little bit over five minutes. I thought the book was fine. Dugan's a great writer. The art is perfectly okay as well. I will definitely be jumping into Invincible Iron Man number two because I want to see how this story ends. That's it. A little bit over five minutes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Go out, buy Invincible Iron Man number one. Peace.